Welcome to the Unsweetened Sayo podcast. My name is Siobhan Harris. I am a certified integrative nutrition health coach and the founder of unsweetenedsayo.com. I gave up all sugar and all flour on January 13th, 2018, and am finally free of my addiction. My mission is to help other sugar addicts find their path to freedom and live the sweet life without sugar. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of Unsweetened Sio, the podcast. And today it's just me. Yay! I feel like I haven't talked to you forever. I've been doing a lot of interviews this fall and super, super excited about the awesome lineup I have to talk about sugar addiction, just to give you some other people's perspectives and some other tools and resources for you. But I'm really excited today just to talk with you myself. How are you? I've missed you all. Um, I'm doing okay. Uh, Today's topic that I wanted to really talk about is something that I'm calling exuberant self-care. I don't even know if exuberant is the right word, but that's what I'm coming up with. Like self-care to the next level kind of self-care. And I'm talking about that because I've mentioned before how important self-care is in overcoming sugar addiction. But I also think self-care is important for everybody, you know, not just people that are addicted to sugar, Um, especially all of us moms out there. Self-care is something that falls to the bottom of our list. And I really want to talk about how important self-care is and not just like, you know, some people consider self-care being like taking a shower um, and getting dressed or something. Like I'm talking about next level exuberant self-care. And I think that this really helps with the daily stress of life. You know, I've been going through a more stress-filled period right now, have a little bit of anxiety going on. We had a pretty big transition with both of my kids going to full-time school this year. My son started kindergarten and my daughter's in a full-day preschool and both of them most days go to an after-school care too. And this has come after, you know, basically four years of being with the same daycare person that we really, really loved, that I really trusted. And um, I know that they're growing up, but it made me a lot sadder and a little anxious more than I thought I would feel because I'm already used to them, you know, being somewhere all day. But this feels like they're out in the real world a little bit now. Like I don't have as much control over things. And, you know, they're at two different schools with two different after-school care. So it's just a lot, as I'm sure um, a lot of you moms can relate to. Getting lunches ready in the morning and snacks and after-school snacks. Because, of course, I want them eating the food that I packed and not just whatever they're serving Um, So those kind of choices make it a little harder um, 
to get ready in the morning. I try to prepare as much as I can at night, but it is important to me to make sure that they're eating higher quality of food. So I, you know, I make time for that. Um, but it is, it's a lot of work in two different schools. So two different drop-offs and pickups and yeah, it's been rough. Um, and I have to say, I think sometimes being a mom just sucks. Um, <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I think it is really great. And it's also really, really hard at times. You know, I think nothing really prepares you for how much it takes from you. Um, you know, I just feel like I'm constantly giving, 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 and notice that I'm feeling empty, that I'm not, you know, I'm kind of forgetting to refill my bucket, if you will. Um, and I'm sure a lot of moms can relate to that. And that's where this exuberant self-care comes into play is that we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves before we're taking care of everybody else around us. So I realized, you know, as I was kind of getting more stressed out and anxious around the start of the school year and just having a really busy fall in general, you know, I'm doing the podcast, which I love, but I also have my, you know, pretty much full-time job plus my contract work on top of that. So I have a lot going on um, and a lot that I'm trying to keep up with. So I'm trying to be better at balancing that out with taking more time just to rest and relax and take care of myself. I am one of those people that likes to be busy, busy, busy and loves having, you know, a long to-do list and just crossing off those things one by one makes me feel so good. But I've noticed as I've gotten older and definitely since being becoming a mom that I also need a lot more rest than I ever remember. Sometimes that bothers me. I'm like, where is my energy? Why can't I just, you know, do all these things that I used to do, but I realize I'm just constantly giving so much more of myself that, you know, my body needs to slow down some days and just rest. So I'm trying to get better about that too. But this all just kind of made me realize that, you know, I, I believe so much in self-care and I believe that I do a really good job with it. But even I was thinking I need to step it up to the next level so like to the point where if there was an award for excellence in self-care I want to win it you know I'm thinking this is how I am going to get through these stressful times and whatever life's throwing at us you know there's definitely those really good periods but that it's just life you know there's going to be times that things happen that are out of our control and things get really hard and tough and you know as a recovering sugar addict those are the times that I typically would turn to food for comfort um, so sometimes I still have those urges because again you know I'm not even two years into my recovery so I still have a lot of years of these really bad habits that 
are ingrained in me that still kind of pop up under these circumstances where maybe I am under a lot of stress or having a tough time and it just kind of rises to the surface, you know, all of a sudden this trigger of, ooh, you know, suddenly I'm thinking about eating something that I haven't thought about in, you know, a year. So it's a time that you just have to be really, really careful and make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And, you know, I think as sugar addicts, we used to kind of think of taking care of ourselves by eating all that sugar. You know, that was a way to kind of take the edge off of a long day um, or just kind of numb ourselves if we were feeling too much pain or something that we just didn't want to deal with. It was a way to kind of, um, you know, just soften life a little bit for us. And once you take that away, it can be really painful. So you need to find something, some things that replace that, you know, another way to feel like you're taking care of yourself in a lot healthier way. Um, And so... I think, you know, again, re-examining your self-care routine is really, really important. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, I wanted to mention that one of the things that I got, this has probably been, well, actually for my birthday, so it's been a few months, I got one of those acupressure mats. I don't know if you've seen them. Um, You can like go on Amazon. They have a ton of them. But they're like, have all these little needles and stuff that you lay down on. I guess not really needles, it's plastic. But, I mean, if you were to put your hand on it, it hurts. Um, And the one I got comes with like a neck pillow too. And, you, you know, the point is just to lay down on it. And it's supposed to stimulate your blood circulation, which helps for like muscle recovery. But it also is supposed to release endorphins to, you know, naturally reduce your aches and tension. It's supposed to be really helpful for getting a good night's sleep and can also be really invigorating. Um, I know that I try at night, especially when I'm having kind of a long day. Night is when a lot of times it catches up with me. And again, probably a lot of people can relate to this. Like, you know, sometimes during the day, you're just so busy and overwhelmed, but you have no choice but kind of just keep going, 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 because there's always something else you have to do. And then for me, it's sometimes after I get the kids into bed is when it just all hits me and I need some time to myself. So I've started this where, you know, after I get the kids in bed, I just come into my room quietly, like have the lights kind of dim. I take out my acupressure mat and I lay down on it for a while. Um, I still like, I wear like my pajamas when I lie on it. I know some people can do it just skin um, on the needles, but that's a little still painful for me. So I, I lay with my clothes on and I might do that just for like 15 or 20 minutes a lot of times I like kind of do some stretching on it too, just to kind of release my tension anywhere where I'm feeling sore or stressed. And that seems to have really helped me. You know, some people will say it's like worked miracles for them. I don't know if I've seen like anything huge, but I do think it's relaxing. I do think it's helped with my lower back pain and, um, I do feel like I'm sleeping better, but that could be 
also that I've added the um, Namaste in bed from Happy Healthy Hippie. That's helped as well. But I think the acupressure mat, I've noticed the nights that I do it, um, I do seem to sleep a little bit better, you know, maybe overall. So it might be something you want to check out. Another way that I really like to use it is, because I have a lot of foot issues, um, so I like to, like, especially if I've been on my feet a lot, I'll stand on it. Again, I have to wear socks. I can't stand. It hurts for me to stand barefoot. You might be able to, you know, you'll have to kind of experiment. But I stand on the mat, and that feels so good on my feet. So sometimes I'll even bring it downstairs while I'm like chopping up vegetables or getting dinner ready and just stand on the mat while I'm doing that and it feels awesome. So just something, you know, to think about if that sounds appealing to you <laughs> at all. It's just something new I decided to try. Again, thinking of more ways that I can kind of take care of myself in a healthy way. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about is collagen powder, um, just kind of related to this topic because I have, you know, I think when I started the podcast, I had just started using collagen powder and I kind of said, you know, I wasn't sure if I had seen, hadn't been taking it long enough to speak to if I was really seeing benefits. And again, as I, you know, um, had mentioned earlier, in an earlier episode, I kind of went off my smoothies. I was having a smoothie almost every single morning for pretty much the first year and a half of me going uh, sugar and flour free. I mean, I'd also have eggs and I'd have oatmeal, but for the most part, I'd have smoothie and it just seemed to be what my body was craving. And what I loved about the smoothie is, you know, I would do like mixed berries and some greens and just water as a base. So, you know, not, nothing that had a lot of sugar in it, um, just whatever was naturally in the berries. But then I would add what I love about smoothies is that it's such a good vehicle for all the other like supplements, you know, I'd add flaxseed and maca powder and collagen powder and you know um other things like sometimes I put hemp seed in it I would do chia seeds just it was a great way to put kind of all that extra stuff in it and once I stopped you know I just kind of lost my taste for smoothies over the summer I've been on a big egg kick I eat a lot of times I'll eat eggs avocado, sometimes bacon, sometimes a sweet potato for breakfast. And that I just can't get enough of that right now. So I'm kind of on my egg kick right now. And so I've kind of missed out on the benefits of having um, all those uh, extra things in my smoothie every day. So with the maca powder, that's really good. I know for balancing hormones and something that I've been kind of trying to do and pay attention to because Sometimes I do wonder if I'm starting to get paramenopausal. I'm having some changes in my cycle. And um, so I noticed as I was thinking about this more and having some of these changes, I realized it was around the time that it became really noticeable when I stopped taking my smoothie. So I wanted to try to start adding back in some of these supplements. So the maca, luckily, that has a pretty strong taste. I had this red maca powder 
and I just couldn't like the flaxseed I can add back to a salad um, even the chia seed I can put in oatmeal but the maca powder had too strong of a taste for me to really put it in anything so happy healthy hippie has a maca supplement that I've been taking and I really really like that um, and then so the other thing was the collagen powder and I thought well how else can I take that um, since I'm doing eggs most days but I decided just to put it because I still do my hot water with lemon every morning so I just put two scoops in pour my hot water do my lemon and have it that way and it's awesome because I can't taste it at all you know it's unflavored and you can do it in hot or cold I know a lot of people that do it in their coffee I mean that's what just gave me the idea to do it in my hot water and I think I started with one scoop just to see if it like tasted chalky at all but it didn't so I added the second scoop and still it just like completely dissolves you know um, by the time I go to drink it I seriously can't taste it at all and so I probably added that back in the last month doing that with my hot water and lemon every morning and I have definitely seen the difference um, where my nails are growing faster my hair seems to be growing faster um, I don't notice as much on my skin and I hope though that it's doing some good things inside my body too with like you know my joints and stuff like it's supposed to do but it's like definitely my hair seemed to get th thicker and just longer because um, my hair grows pretty slowly and then my nails too so I do think uh, I'm seeing a difference with the collagen powder so I'm glad that I'm adding it back in um, and I'm glad that I found a way to add back in the maca powder and well in the supplement form and I still think I need to work on doing the flaxseed more regularly because flaxseed can be also really good for regulating your hormones so um, I think when you're talking about self-care, for me, supplements are part of that. You know, how do I keep myself feeling good? So that might be something that you want to examine. Another area that of self-care for me, and I think this looks different for everybody, you know, you have to find the stuff that really works for you. And meditation is something that I've started doing um, daily now for the last few years. And I really, really love it. I use the Calm app. I know there's a lot of different ones. And I've talked about this in, my, um, in an earlier episode. But I do the Daily Calm, which is about 10 minutes. And I tend to do that first thing when I wake up in the morning. And a lot of times I just do it laying down. I know technically you're supposed to be like sitting up and, you know, sometimes I am. But the mornings when I'm really tired, I just stay, go downstairs, I get my phone, I get back into bed and I just listen to it while I'm lying there. And it helps me actually kind of wake up, you know, just softly, nicely. And I like the daily... Um, one because it the daily calm it always has some kind of message that I swear I need to hear that day so I really like kind of more of a guided meditation but you don't even have to do it that way you can just sit in silence for five minutes you know set your timer five minutes is too long start with a minute or two um, and just have some quiet time 
And I really like doing that first thing in the morning because I just feel like it sets the tone for the morning to have a little bit of quiet time. I also, after I get out of the shower, I do, um, I use my Young Living Oil called Joy. It's a blend and I put that a little bit over my heart and then I just smell my, smell it on my fingers a little bit and do my affirmations every day, whatever kind of speaking to me that day. So it's another kind of point in the morning where I'm just taking a few minutes to be present and focused. Um, and again, I just feel like that starts me out on the right foot before, especially now, the craziness that is my mornings of getting, you know, two kids off to school. So it's a, just a good way to start kind of peacefully. Um, I also noticed, you know, I think another really important thing is breathing. And for me, when I get stressed, I kind of forget to breathe where I have to stop kind of like that and just take a breath. Um, and so I've been trying to do more breathing exercises throughout the day. I find that you know, I, it's more noticeable when I'm anxious that I am forgetting to breathe. So I'll sometimes stop and just close my eyes and just do sometimes just some deep breaths, you know, just going in and out and kind of just focusing on my breath in and out. I might do the four, seven, eight breath that I've talked about in an earlier episode where you inhale for four, hold it for seven and exhale for eight. And you do that four times. That really kind of helps um, calm down my anxiety and bring me back to the present and just help get some air in my lungs just helps me from feeling overly anxious and overwhelmed. And I'm just trying to do this more throughout the day. Um, and at night too, before I go to bed, but even like if I'm driving and I notice like I'm having kind of anxious thoughts or worried about something, I'll just stop and do some some breathing. And I like to do anything where I'm like, you know, focusing on my inhale, holding it for a little bit, and then exhaling. I find that that really, really helps. And it's important, I think, to incorporate it throughout the day. Um, so I'm trying to get better about that. Another important self-care for me is some kind of physical activity every day. Um, so I've been walking pretty much since I started you know, I gave up sugar and flour. I injured my foot almost right away. So wasn't able to do exercise for a while. But once I did, I just decided to start walking. And for me, that's really all I feel like doing. Um, you know, I've talked before how about I used to do, you know, CrossFit and Orange Theory Fitness and all these things that were pretty high intensity. But I think that caused me to be stressed my body and caused me to be a little more stressed out and I was kind of just had to listen to my gut and it was just telling me to slow down you know since I am one of those people that is higher energy and trying to do so much all the time um, I find that walking is actually really really peaceful for me and I like to be outside you know we've had another kind of um factor I think in in my feeling a little more anxious and maybe even a tad bit depressed right now is that our weather here you know I live in Portland and we have had kind of an unusual summer and fall you know usually we get a lot of sun 
in the summer and August was a little more overcast. It didn't get as hot as it typically does. It rained more than usual and September has been extremely, extremely rainy. So usually, you know, you can kind of count on July, August, September, even in October to be beautiful. Um, but I feel like I'm feeling a little bit of lack of sunshine too. I'm definitely a sun person and the weather is difficult for me here when it has kind of those overcast day after day. So, um, I need to get outside. So that's also why walking outside works for me. It really helps with that feeling of like, you know, the seasonal depression disorder, if I can get outside. And the other day, you know, I took a walk. It was raining. I just brought my umbrella and just walked anyway. And I was so glad I did because it still felt so good to breathe in the fresh air, look at the trees. You know, I've challenged myself now in my exuberant self-care to walk and just be present. You know, a lot of times because I love to be busy and love to multitask, I would walk and either listen to an audiobook or a podcast or talk to someone on the phone. But now I'm trying more and more just to walk and be quiet, you know, give that time for me to think and reflect. You know, my mind is usually pretty active, but it just kind of gives me that time to check in every day with what I'm, how I'm feeling, what's going on. And then just focusing on the beauty that's around me. You know, the Northwest is beautiful. So uh, as I'm walking, I'm really paying attention to the trees. And I absolutely love when the sun is out and I just kind of shut my eyes and soak in the sun a little bit. So walking is very, very important. And I would say I, I, I typically walk almost, you know, every day. I might take like one day off a week or something, just depending how busy I am or if I'm feeling really sore, but I, I definitely feel walking pretty much on a daily basis has helped me just stay, again, calm. The other physical activity that I've been doing that I've talked about before is Every Mother, and that is a program that's supposed to help with diastis recti, which is the separation of your abdominal muscle, muscles. A lot of women experience this after childbirth, um, and even elite athletes can give themselves the separation from doing like extreme ab exercises. And something that I never thought I had, but you know, after childbirth, I really think this is something every single mother should just do, you know, hence the name every mother. But really, like, I, I can't believe that every doctor isn't just prescribing this to moms after childbirth, because it's really gentle exercises, but it also teaches you kind of how to do things so that you're protecting your, your core muscles, your pelvic floor, um, you know, encourages you to do kegels, just keeping all that area very strong. And it's something I don't think we really necessarily think of a way to take care of ourselves. But I think especially after having a baby, that's really, really important. 
And I started that last April, I guess, and I've seen a huge change. You know, I when I did, they have a video where you can test to see, um, you know, where if you have a separation or not. And again, I don't know if I necessarily did right after having um, kids, but I think from trying to do all these like, you know, CrossFit and then Orange Theory Fitness and then just on my own, I was doing these circuits a lot um, that were, you know, a lot of plank and sit-ups and all these things that I actually think I probably made it a lot worse. So I had a four-finger separation to start. Now I'm down to maybe a finger or finger and a half, barely anything. So I'm continuing to do the exercises. And that was just from what's called their core compressions, which is like 10 minutes a day. That's it. And it's basically different breathing exercises in different positions that just, again, focuses on tightening that area and doing it the right way. And just recently, I felt like I was ready to take it up a notch. So I started doing, they also have like a workout that you can do as well. That's anywhere from like 10 to 20 minutes. Um, and again, exercises that are going to protect that area. So I've just started doing that. And because I haven't done a lot of uh, muscle strength training in a while, it actually is pretty hard for me. But again, it's very, very gentle overall, but it feels good. Um, again, taking it up a notch a little bit by including that as well. So now, you know, I'm walking pretty much every day and then I'm trying to find, this takes me almost 30 minutes on the days that I'm doing the core compressions plus the workout. So again, it's finding that time and fitting it into your schedule, however that works, but taking the time to do that. There are some days, like I have not done that yet today, but I know I will, even though I don't necessarily feel like doing it right now. It's a rainy day. Um, I'm kind of lower energy, but I know I'll feel so much better after I do it. So I will. Um, and again, it's every mother. You'll have to look it up. I think it costs about a, a little over $100 for a year. Um, but that's, you know, access to videos every single day. And I, again, cannot recommend it highly enough. Um, you can go and try the video just to even test for the diastasis recti because, again, I didn't even think I had it. So I was surprised when I did the test, and I did. I mean, just that whole idea of there being, like, a gap in your ab, ugh, that just, like, totally grosses me out. But it's amazing that after, you know, doing that for a while, how that's pretty much corrected itself. Um and I just feel like I'm really strengthening that area. And I just think that, again, for being 40, I think it's really, really important, um, especially for your pelvic region, too, um, to make sure that you're kind of strengthening and, and paying some attention there. So that's all I do, though, for physical activity right now. And again, it's just, oh, I do a lot of stretching, too. I will say, um, again, with the exuberant self-care challenge, challenging myself, um, I realized that I wasn't stretching enough. So I try to stretch pretty much every day now. Um, and what I do is I have a yoga strap that I bought really cheap for like $7 on Amazon. 
And I'll do it at night, like if I'm watching TV or something, I'll just get my yoga strap out while I'm watching, do some stretching, maybe like 10 to 15 minutes. And again, a lot of times I'm too tired. I don't feel like doing it. But then once I start, I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels so good. Why don't I do this all the time every day? So um, all kind of really gentle, gentle stuff, I guess, that I'm doing. But doesn't mean, you know, you're, you could be different from me and your body could be craving more intense activities like running or, um, you know, doing swimming or some kind of aerobic class, dance classes, whatever it is, I think the more physical activity you can get does count as self-care because it's taking really good care of yourself um, and making sure that you're getting some movement. And for me, I need to be outside getting that fresh air. Um, Another area that I kind of, again, I'm re-examining, so I'm looking at all the things that I know self-care-wise that work for me and how I can take it up a notch. And one thing when I am kind of quiet in meditation or walking and listening to my body, it just seems like I want more rest is what my body is telling me, more rest, more sleep, because I am, again, one of those people that likes to just go, 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 and my body is like, please stop more. And it's really, really hard for me to do that. But I am trying like, you know, if I wake up on a day, um, today is actually a good example, because it's, I'm recording this on a Sunday. And um, my husband is with the kids. And I had all these plans to do a bunch of stuff today, which I am checking things off my list, because I'm getting ready to go on a longer trip. Um, But yesterday, I also had an extremely busy day. So I am just also going to add some more rest time in, you know, I'm going to take an hour or two where I just do absolutely nothing and just let that be okay. And even just saying that I feel a little bit of guilt. Well, but you know, my husband has the kids, so I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And I still have to do Oh my gosh, all these lists of things. There's so many things. But I just remind myself that I need the rest as well. Because when you do give yourself a break, I feel like you're that much more productive then. You know, I mean, I always think about this at work. Like, especially when I used to work for bigger corporations. And I thought, you know, why don't they just get that, like... I worked for this one company and it was awesome on like holiday weekends, say it was Memorial Day weekend, that Friday, they would give us an early release just by two hours. So if you worked till four, you got off at two. If you worked till five, you got off at three. It was like such a little thing, but it made people feel so amazing. And I'm just like, what does that really cost them? You know, two hours and then their employees are going to be so much more productive um, I think this is something that corporate corporations can do such a better job of, even if it's like half day Fridays in the summer, um, all that stuff goes such a long way. And you think, oh, 
well, you're losing, you know, four hours of time, that's going to make pro productivity go way down. But I actually think giving people that rest is going to make them attack it that much harder on Monday or whenever they come back at it. And they're going to get a lot more done a lot faster. You know, they're just going to be more and more efficient as they feel more and more rested. So that's what I'm trying to apply. And that I always thought about that, you know, with work, I just thought, I should basically be a CEO here and take charge because I know what I'm doing. But I never thought about applying that to my own life. So as far as like my home life. And so now I'm really trying to challenge myself to a day like today where I have that to-do list and I cannot wait to check things off. But I know that I kind of overdid it yesterday. You know, I, I did, I squeezed a lot in. And, you know, I want to make every second count when, you know, my husband and kids aren't here. I want to make sure, you know, I don't want to waste. It feels like precious time. I do not want to waste it. So I'm trying to make every single second count. I mean, I think it was like, it wasn't even 8 a.m. yesterday and I had vacuumed the house, done like two loads of laundry and was like, you know, cleaning up the kitchen. I mean, it was just kind of ridiculous. So I'm trying to remind myself, you know, as I saw a lot in the working world that it's okay to take a break and it doesn't mean you know, I'm never going to get to the list. It means if I rest, when I do get to the list, I'll probably be able to cross those things off a lot faster because I'm going to have some more energy because I took, took the time to take care of myself. So today that will be my exuberant self-care challenge is that I just take an hour or two and just do nothing. Like maybe I'll watch a show on Netflix. Maybe I'll just sit in my bed and read my book. Even doing the podcast right now feels amazing. So I think that's really, really important is some rest. Um, and then for the sleep part, it's part of the reason I did get that acupressure mat was that I had heard that it was really, really good for sleep. And also why I got the namaste in bed because I typically fall asleep really quickly. It's just that I don't stay awake. Like or stay asleep. I'll wake up around, especially between like three or four, I'll wake up. Sometimes it'll be like midnight and then three and then five and then finally six, which is the normal time I get up. And then I just don't feel relaxed in the morning. So I've been trying to up it, you know, with doing my mat. I do the namaste in bed and that has definitely helped a lot. But I also, as I've talked about before, make sure since I shoot to go to bed by 10, I go upstairs around 9 o'clock. I am not watching TV. My phone is downstairs plugged in. At 9 o'clock, it's kind of the time that I go upstairs and wash my face, you know, put on my lotion, get into bed, write in my journal, read my book. Um, I do some oils at night too that are just really relaxing or use my diffuser. And I just kind of take that hour to kind of recharge after a long day. You know, just like I started my day really, really on a positive note with doing some affirmations, doing my meditations, um, just taking that kind of quiet time for myself. I like to end that dip my day as well. I feel like I sleep a lot better that way and it just helps lower my stress level. So 
you know, again, I know that we all don't have a lot of time at night. You know, my kids are usually in bed by seven. So that basically gives me like two hours to get all the stuff done that I want to get done. Um, but I find that the nights that I don't stick to that, where I might stay up doing some work or working on something and not getting to bed till later and not taking the hour to really kind of unwind before sleeping, I just, I don't sleep as well. So again, it's kind of prioritizing and putting what you know, figuring out what works for you and then making sure that that's the priority. So sometimes I go to bed into my room at nine and there's still a bunch of things on my list that I'm just like, that's okay. You know, I'm going to have to wait for tomorrow for that because I need this time right now to rest. And I love to read. I absolutely love to read. Um, you know, so to spend like an hour every night or 30 minutes, whatever it is reading just feels really luxurious to me. And like, I'm taking really, really good care of myself. Um, another thing that I've been thinking about as far as exuberant self-care, like really taking it up a notch, um, is adding more fun, you know, into my life, like day to day fun. And so I have a friend that really inspired me recently. She's been taking dance classes. She's doing a lot of salsa and she's just having so much fun. So that is a challenge. I'm about to go on a longer trip for an event, um, actually doing two events back to back, which typically I wouldn't do, but one of them happens to be in Copenhagen and I've never been to Denmark. So I am making it happen and I'm really excited um, but I think when I get back, I found that there is a studio that's close to me that does offer salsa classes, swing. I want to sign up for one of those. I just think I need to add more fun. I think that's a really good way to help with stress. You know, sometimes I just feel like it's work, 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 whether I'm literally at work or taking care of the kids feels like work. I'm like, where is the fun in life? So trying to add more fun, I think, is really, really important. Uh, Chris and I took the kids, we took it, both took a day off in August and took the kids to a nearby water park, and it was so much fun. Um, Chris had been having some stressful things going on at work. I was like, of course, like, oh, I shouldn't be taking this day off. I should be doing this, this, and this instead. But we went to the water park and had an absolute blast with the kids, like, you know, going down the water slides and just was a lot of fun. And we just had both of us in the present moment, not worried about the other stressors in our life and just having fun with our kids. So again, I think that's so important. Add more fun, whatever fun is for you. If it's going to the movies, hanging out with your friends, playing games, I love going to the beach. I mean, whatever it is, going on a hike, just whatever something is that is fun for you, make sure that you're adding in some fun. Um, and last is pampering yourself. You know, I talk about this a lot, uh, is that in the extreme self-care here is how do we like 
kick that up a notch. Um, so I know I've talked about before my Sunday night ritual, which today is Sunday and tonight I am definitely planning on having my bath and face mask. I love doing that. I've gotten some more Epsom salts, um, this kind they sell at Whole Foods that's like really good for your muscles. It has kind of some essential oils in it. A lot of times I just buy the plain Epsom salts at Costco. It's where you can get the best price, you know, a box. It's like two big bags of Epsom salts. And then I add my own oils or I'll, once in a while I'll do a bath bomb or whatever. But I love taking a bath and I do it pretty much every Sunday night that I can um, as long as I'm here. But I've noticed then, again, during these times of high stress, I need to take it up a notch. So I am taking baths sometimes three nights or four nights. Um, I've been trying to do that more and more because that is one thing for me that right away I just feel much more relaxed. Um, you know, when things just seem to be going really terribly a bath just kind of, for me, helps take it away. So again, like I used to maybe have a cookie to take the edge off, a bath is what's helping me kind of take the edge off right now. And it's a lot healthier for us, you know. I mean, Epsom salt is so good to help detox your body. Um, I got all kinds of face masks now. I went to the store and got some different, you know, face masks that I love to do. Um, I've got this body scrub again from Whole Foods. The company is called like P-A-C-H-A. I don't know if it's Paca or Apacha, but I've been using their Dead Sea Mask or is that what it's called? Dead Sea, I think, scrub. And it is amazing. I love the way it smells. It makes my skin feel so soft. Um, and I'm doing that more often, you know, again, like that I do in the shower. And again, if I'm having a day that it's like, I need a little pick me up, that feels amazing. I've also been doing more massages. Um, you know, I usually do a monthly massage, but I also always check out Groupon and if they have any good deals, I go and like, you know, we'll buy one to use for later because for me, again, a massage just feels so, so luxurious. For you, maybe it's a facial or getting your nails done or whatever, but just try to do it more frequently, you know. Even the other night, uh, Chris and I were watching something on TV and we just gave each other shoulder rubs, like 20 minutes each. I had some... Um, massage oil downstairs and again both of us were super tired from the day didn't exactly feel like doing that but then once we did we were so glad because it felt so good for both of us and kind of was a way for us to connect too so look at all of your you know rituals right now that you have for self-care and try to think you know if you were going to win an award for excellence in self-care how can you just step it up? You know, what else can you do besides what you're already doing? And really challenge yourself to making that a priority and then kind of just watch how much that makes you feel like so much better, you know? Um, and I want to talk to you just I hope this was just kind of understood, but for me also is eating healthy is still kind of really high on my self-care list. 
you know, not making sure in these times when I am tempted to add sugar or flour that I stay, you know, strict to making sure that I'm not letting anything sneak in and just eating really nourishing foods. You know, I have a lot of healthier comfort foods now that are good for me and I'll just make sure that I'm treating myself to those really good foods for me making sure that my vitamins and supplements are solid you know making sure I have so many friends that tell me they have vitamins they're just not good at taking them and I think that's just again is a habit of you know I just know that in the morning and at night I have my vitamins that I take and I just make sure I'm doing it consistently until it is a habit. So make sure that you're, you know, taking care of yourself by eating healthy meals. If that's, you know, going online and printing out some new recipes or, um, you know, I love going to Pinterest for new recipes, making sure that you're solid with taking your vitamins, your supplements, but that really is where it all starts, you know, is what we're eating and feeding ourselves. I make sure that I'm drinking enough water, you know, I just start kind of adding more water in when I'm feeling stressed out. Um, and I do want to say too, is I no longer drink caffeine. I think I mentioned this a few episodes ago, but I've been talking to a lot of friends recently about anxiety and how it seems like around this age, suddenly we're more anxious than we ever have been. And we're like, what the hell is going on? Um, but almost everyone I, I talk to, we talk about caffeine and cutting it out. And I know for me, I don't like coffee, but I was drinking ice green tea a lot from Starbucks. And that was like a big treat for me. And, you know, green tea has all these amazing benefits, but the caffeine for me was too much. I have a very, very low tolerance for caffeine. And I noticed when I was drinking it more regularly, my anxiety kind of went up. So as I've taken it out, I've noticed my anxiety has gone down. So that's one of the other things. If you are feeling more anxiety or stress, I would just challenge you to look at how much, you know, caffeine you're taking and just experiment. See what happens if you do drink a little bit less. Does that anxiety go down? Um, so I think, you know, what we're eating and what we're drinking is also super, super important. So anyway, I hope that that was helpful. I know I've been challenging myself to take it up a notch, have more time for myself, make sure that I'm taking extreme exuberant self-care every single day. And I hope that you will too. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. And remember, life is so much sweeter without sugar.